episode 23, Self-Love 101, Five Mindset Hacks to Love Yourself. In this episode, I'll be sharing with you five self-love practices or mindset hacks that you need to build solid self-love or to grow in self-love. We're getting right to it in three, two, one. Welcome to the Heal Your Burnout Podcast, where us hustlers come together to have solution-focused conversations weekly. My name is Amber Connolly, a former burnt-out clinician and academic turned transformative coach. If you are a productive patty, miss I can do it all, or if you are ready to ditch the exhaustion, you have come to the right place. Each week I'll be providing you with wellness tips and trainings, inspiring you to look within replace habits that are keeping you stuck, and offering insights to help you maintain your brilliance. If you are craving clarity, self-care, support, and mindset hacks, look no further. This is where your energy can be reignited and your hope can be restored. All right, you guys, we've been building up to this episode, finally talking about how can you actually love yourself more? How do we go from not as much self-love as we want, to overflowing with self-love. And we already talked about how step one, you need to know yourself. We got really clear on what self-love is. It's not selfish. What self-love is not. And today we're getting into the actual practice of loving yourself. Self-love 101. And many of these are mindset hacks or practices, if you will, And that's what we're going to be doing in this episode. So how do we do it? And I believe step one, I couldn't not mention this again. We know you need to know yourself. Now, now that you know yourself, your first practice is radical honesty. Being radically honest with yourself and accepting full responsibility for how you're treating yourself. Because you treat yourself very differently when you love yourself. So step one, before you could actually do the practices of loving yourself, is identifying how am I actually treating myself? How am I actually loving myself? And being really honest and looking at where am I not being kind to myself? Where am I beating myself up? Where am I choosing to sabotage myself? Because we do it continually, even without realizing. Because when we're stressed out, when our schedules are full, when we're on autopilot, it's so comfortable to go back to what is familiar for us. And for many of us, self-love is not familiar. It's brand new. Loving yourself and wanting the best for yourself is an active process. It's not passive. So that means always telling yourself the truth. It Does that choice actually serve me well? And that's everything from how you're fueling your body, how you're spending your time, who you're surrounding yourself with, what you're wearing, how do you behave, how do you treat yourself from the inside out? And you need to be radically honest because it might seem like Oh, I'm doing that because I want to. But would you tell your friend to do that? Would you tell your friend to treat themselves that way? And if it doesn't pass the the loved 
the loved one, the family test or the friend test, if if you wouldn't give your, your friend that same advice or you wouldn't tell them to treat themselves that way, then you should not be treating yourself that way. And I want to be really clear, this goes beyond just um, choices like how are you going to present yourself in public, you know, so much deeper than surface level stuff. This gets down to how are you treating you? How do you speak to yourself? Are you kind to yourself? Are you compassionate to yourself? Are you always beating yourself up? Are you always striving for perfection? Are you holding yourself to impossible standards? Are you always craving validation from outside sources? You need to be radically honest with yourself. Peel back the layers and get to the truth. And often the truth could be painful. The truth could be really hard to accept. But that needs to happen first before you actually start a self-love practice. Because without that piece, then you're disconnecting from yourself. And I think that first step really hones in on also knowing yourself. So number two mindset hack or practice is recognizing your wins. People who love themselves are not afraid to celebrate themselves. Because when you actually take the time to recognize your win, no matter how big or small, you set yourself up for wins in the future. We have a reward center in our brain, and whenever we pause to recognize a win, it floods that reward center with all the feel-good hormones, all the feel-good chemicals, and it sets us up to want more wins. This is critical because when given the option to walk around thinking you're a winner or a loser, those are your only two options, why wouldn't you want to pick the winning mindset? (laughs) Why not? Because when you set yourself up to recognize the good things that you're doing, your brain is going to crave more wins just like that. And I'm not saying do not learn lessons from your mistakes or do not pause to reflect on your mistakes. That is incredibly important. However, just as important is recognizing when you do something well and giving yourself credit and celebrating that and counting your wins and figuring out how can you make that a daily or weekly practice. I think Whenever you take the time to pause and say, whoa, these are the things that I did well, it it feels good and it sends that reward center into a a state of euphoria and it's positive reinforcement. So recognizing your wins is very important. Practice number three, ritualize your self-care. And what I mean by that is people who love themselves prioritize themselves. Or I should say people who are working on loving themselves prioritize themselves. They know that when you love yourself, you're kind to yourself. You treat yourself well. You make sure that your body is nourished. You make sure that you're drinking water. You're exercising. You're doing the things that are going to keep your your cup full and overflowing. So number three is ritualizing your self-care. And... Our last episode in the self-care series is going to be all about rituals for self-love. And um, that's going to be an entire episode dedicated to reparenting yourself. So we'll get more into that in the next episode. But number three is prioritizing it. Knowing that it's a non-negotiable for your week. When when you look at your week, think of your self-care as an important appointment that you're not going to back out of. You wouldn't flake on your boss. You wouldn't flake on 
your loved one or your best friend, think of a person that you would never flake on and put yourself on the same playing field as that person. That time that you schedule is sacred and it needs to be treated as such because if you don't prioritize yourself, no one else is going to for you. No one's going to make sure you're nourished like you. And we always need to be making sure that we're, we're taking care of ourselves in the same way that we feed our pets, we water our plants in our home. We need to make sure we're also watering ourselves and nourishing ourselves and taking care of ourselves. So number three, prioritize your self-care. Number four, cultivate hope and resilience. People who love themselves have a resilient spirit. And just yesterday, I was on the phone with my friend Keisha, and she gave such a beautiful example of what it means to cultivate resilience. So she told me a story about how when she was going through a hard time, she had a friend ask her, Keisha, are you going to be okay? Or are you okay? And Keisha said, you know what? I'm not okay, but I know one day I will be okay. And I thought, wow, that truly is cultivating resilience. And Keisha said, I had to know myself enough to know that, yes, I wasn't okay, and that's okay, but one day I will be because I trusted myself and knew myself enough to know that I'm going to get myself to where I need to be so I can be okay again. And when you love yourself, you take that effort to know yourself first and to decide that you will be resilient and that there is a future where that pain isn't as great. That's not to say that it's not okay to go through seasons or different times in life when when you're going through struggle because struggle is going to happen. That's universal. Struggle happens, pain happens universally. I heard a quote that, that once said, you're either in crisis, just got out of a crisis, or about to step into a crisis, which... It is a little bleak, but it's not wrong. (laughs) Change is constant. Pain is constant, unfortunately. But it's up to us to really decide, even though times get dark, there will be light again. And, And people who love themselves do know that and do trust that. And it comes back to knowing and trusting themselves first. So how do we actually make that cognitive decision to believe that things are going to get better for us. And like Keisha said, yes, you have to know and love yourself first. And you also have to trust too. You have to trust that you've been through hard times before and you will overcome and you will survive just like you had before. And sometimes it's really beneficial to pause and and look back on all the things that you did make it through before so that you could feel more more hopeful or optimistic moving forward. Now, that doesn't mean not accepting reality as bad. It's it's trusting that eventually it will end. And also trusting in a higher power, trusting that something greater than yourself is going to help you through this. Now, number five is act as if, which is one of my favorite rules to go by. Because when we talk about self-love and when we're growing in self-love, we often, we, we don't know or believe that we are worthy of it. We just know that we have to do it and we're not feeling great about ourselves and we might be not taking care of ourselves as well as we should, but 
we know that something has to change. We know that something's off and that we we want to feel better about ourselves and we want to feel like we're worthy of good things and deserving of good things. And that change doesn't happen overnight. Scheduling in your self-care and feeling woohoo about it doesn't happen overnight. And making these big shifts, even though we're just talking about five of them, it, it doesn't happen overnight. So what do you do when your reality isn't matching where you want to go? How do you actually go ahead and take action anyways and, and believe that you're worth that? That's where acting as if really comes into play. Because you might not think that, oh, I'm not that person. I'm not the person that schedules in self-care. Or I'm not the person that celebrates their wins. I'm not the type of woman who's able to ritualize my self-care or be honest with myself. Like, I'm so new to this practice. And it's going to feel new and weird and awkward and you're going to feel like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. And that's okay. So when you're there, acting as if is simply just pretending. It's faking it till you make it. And sometimes it's so powerful to have an alter ego or to channel someone else or emulate someone else that you know is embodying how you want to think, act, and behave. Because when you act as if, you prove to yourself that you're capable of it. And Action is the antidote for fear. Action is the antidote for not being sure if you're worthy. Take the action and give yourself valid proof that you are worth it. And the more action you take, the more acting as if is going to turn into, well, this is just who I am. This is just what I do. And um, I remember for me, something that I majorly struggled with was setting boundaries and being able to protect my time and energy. I just felt like I was always pulled in 50 million directions and I had this heart where I just wanted to help people and I couldn't really say no. I would end up in social situations I didn't really want to be in or I remember like during the early part of my 20s, I'd end up on dates that I didn't really want to go on because I just wasn't good at saying no. And I remember thinking like, how am I going to do this? Like saying no actually makes me feel like I want to either vomit or pass out. So like, what am I going to do? So I would have to think of like acting as if, like I want to be the type of woman who is self-assured and who does it. So I'm just going to have to do it and trust that eventually it's going to become me and I'm going to become this. And um, acting as if is so powerful. And Self-love is a continual practice. It's definitely not something that happens overnight. And I, I know I say that time and time again, but it's it's an evolution. We're all trying to love ourselves more because our we're wired to always be like searching for searching for threats. So what when that's our wiring, we're going to have doubts. We're going to have times where we're stressed out, when we return to what's familiar for us, which for many of us isn't loving or caring to ourselves. So having these solid practices in place um, really is beneficial and it really helps you create a strong, loving relationship with yourself. And as I mentioned, in the next episode, we're going to be covering the actual rituals for self-love. So now that we have the mindset, the radical honesty, recognizing your wins, Schedule in that self-care, make it a ritual, cultivating hope and acting as if. Now that we have that, then we're ready to move on to the rituals. And remember, you are what you think about. What you think about comes out in your actions, comes out in your habits. So you want to make sure that your thoughts are kind, 
And while you're acting as if, make sure that you're thinking of something positive or thinking of who you want to be like, not who you don't want to be like. So I'm really excited to move on to the next episode and I will see you there. Hey friend, before you leave, please head on over to iTunes podcast and search for Heal Your Burnout. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button, give us a five-star review and help us spread the word about our show. I would love to connect with you on social media. My Instagram handle is at Amber underscore Connolly underscore. And until next time, I'm sending you so much love and light. And I can't wait to keep moving forward with you.